0: On with the show. Childcare care and grill podcast jeff johnson here samantha balch over there how you doing sam
1: hello i am moist it's very wet here today so i'm still drying out from my bike ride home
0: oh oh no <laughs> moist in hawaii that's not, not good <laughs> oh poor, poor the sam. worst thing ever
1: we're all so sad
0: <laughs> you you messaged the other day it got cold it got down to 60 huh that was
1: it did yeah it was i mean it was a big deal that was you horrible. had people in sweaters and they didn't know what to do with themselves.
0: I, I assume Hawaiian that are, I mean, it gets down to 60. They just, it's kind of like in Florida where the iguanas start falling out of the trees and stuff when it gets to a certain Nobody, temperature.
1: Yeah. Nobody's falling out of their own trees or their, their Toyotas, but yes, people are like cold and they keep telling me how cold they are. And I'm like, it's, it's 60. I wear, wear shorts. I'm wearing shorts. I'm like, this is great weather. Like it's 60. Yeah, we'll be, after, fine. We'll be after,
0: fine. You, after you've been there a couple more years though. You'll, <laughs> you'll get acclimated.
1: Probably. Honestly, probably.
0: So, I got a topic for you, Sam. Yes. So, um, somebody, one of our dear listeners, hi Tiffany, uh contacted me today about a about a topic idea. And I mean, it's an early learning related idea and I was like, no, it got to pass. One because it's it was a topic that, although it's early learning related, it's not really something we get into on this show a lot. Um, but 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 the reason for that is I just don't have the bandwidth for it. Um, so I thought maybe we could do an episode, maybe talk about bandwidth. I'm finding that the I mean we live in a world where you can literally know and care about virtually everything with the click of a button.
1: Yes. And
0: there isn't enough time, at least in my day, to pay attention to everything that other people think I need to be paying attention to. Um, and so I've been, I guess over the last couple of years. And maybe it's something that happens when you get older. I've been more stingy with my bandwidth. Yep. Um, what I pay attention to, what I focus on. And 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 when I when I emailed Tiffany back uh, about her topics and, and said, hey, it's just not, it didn't really, it's not going to work. And she's like, oh, I get it. And and then she messaged that she, she had actually heard from another podcast. So she's going to go on that show and talk about the thing that she cares about. And that's great. I, I love that there's all this stuff that people can care about it's just that I I just don't have time. Does that make, does it make me a horrible, am I a horrible person, Sam? I mean- uh, that, I think, I, I, well, for other reasons, sure.
1: Mm-hmm. But I think for that, for that specifically, I would think we're all horrible people, you know? Um, Cause none of us are doing everything, right? Like if we were all doing the most that we possibly could, mm-hmm. uh, we wouldn't be here doing this like you and i would be you know i don't know out building houses or somebody like we would be finding finding something that's like making the most of like we'd be doing the math right to find the thing that makes the most amount of impact in the least amount of time mm-hmm. and be doing that and um i'm just gonna have i just a hard pass
0: what, on what that makes think, what makes you think this isn't that sam
1: oh gosh well gee now i don't know now i feel like i should just do the math and figure out what this is like how many people are we actually reaching with this what sort of substantial change is this making and well, on, i mean
0: 90 to on. a month or listening to the to the show um that's that's all 700 just about 800 well, could we be episodes. doing more
1: you know what? i think i think a lot of times with this bandwidth conversation um like i think we you reach this kind of point of burnout by asking like can you be doing more can you be doing even more and even more and even more and like oh well that's not enough like let's make it more oh it's not enough that i make you know x amount of money from this i don't make any money from this um but now i need you to be need donating even more of that money or charging more money like you know like i feel like there's always this there's there's a lot of this pressure to like be doing the most as the kids say Um, and I don't, I don't know. Was that your experience growing up? Would you say like you had to be doing everything all the time and caring about all of these things? Or is that a product of me growing up on computers and I have access to all of the information all the time?
0: I think it might be a product of being young, um, because there was a time when I thought I needed to care about everything and do everything, um. You know, I, I was running a early learning program and then, well, no, I was running a community center and then somebody said, open a childcare center. I said, sure. And then somebody said, hey, you want to be on this committee? And I said, absolutely. And then somebody said, hey, you want to be on this other thing? And I said, sure, yeah, make room for me. And and then it got to be the point where I burnt out and quit a job that I loved because I was doing so much of the thing that I loved that it it almost ran me away from the the profession. This is 20 plus years ago now, but, and, and I mean, even being younger than that, um, you know, just the generalities of things happening in the world. I thought I had to care about everything. Right. Until. There's definitely,
1: I mean, sorry to cut you off, but I would say like for people my age and younger, my age, I turned 28 in two days, which is gross. Um, but for, for those of you, my age, um, I feel like there's like, you know, if you're on Instagram, you've got people posting every day about all these different things, all these different terrible things happening or these great things happening or these big causes. And I'm like, I'm supposed to care about all of these. All of these are righteous causes. And now my brain is so confused because there's so much happening. And also I'm supposed to like make dinner. I'm supposed to eat three times a day and like do laundry and have hobbies. Where is where is the time for me? Oh God. And then I feel like that's what leads to, you know, a lot of people being burnt out on so many different things and just becoming apathetic to the whole system in general is like, well, I can't care about everything. So I'm going to pick nothing, which is, I can't fault anybody for that.
0: Well, I I can, because there is a middle ground. (laughs) I mean, there's okay.
1: I can't fault anybody for saying like, I have to take care of me first. Do you know sure. what I mean? Like if, if you're realizing you're getting like too burnt out on it, I can't fault somebody for saying, I can't come to your fundraiser because I need to take care of some personal things
0: like sure. cool, live your life. Sure. Um, I, and, and I get a, I get the feeling and probably it's because I'm very close to twice your age. Um, that it- <laughs> I mean, you're going to turn 28. I'm going to turn uh, 53. So, you know, that's, that's really, really nice. close. To, to, to
1: twice really close. Age.
0: Um, I, okay. So my experience has been just this last couple years, I've, I guess I've been more selfish with my bandwidth because what I found is when you are more, I don't, maybe selfish isn't the right world word, maybe more Cognizant of how you use your bandwidth, you, I mean, it it infects your, your, the quality of what you do and the, and, and the productivity of you have and and the impact you have. I mean, I, I, I shut down, I, I used to be a toy company. Um, and and I shut, I have your toys. And I I shut that down because I didn't have the bandwidth for it anymore. I, I haven't touched a table saw for just about two years, a year and a half. Um, And my life isn't any worse for it. My life is better for it. And so what I, and I mean, breaking up with social media was part of taking more control over, over my, my personal bandwidth. Um, Right.
1: And I think anybody that makes the argument that like, oh, now you're missing out on so much, or, oh, now you're not reaching as many people as you possibly could be. And aren't you upset that there are all these people that like would benefit from your message and now they're not going to hear it because you're not on social Mm -hmm. media. I don't think that should make you feel bad. I don't think that that's, that that argument just doesn't sit right with me,
0: you know? Who the what doesn't sit right with you?
1: Like arguing that, like arguing that the choice you made was negative because Mm -hmm. it was done for your own bandwidth purposes. Because yes, there are people that are now going to be missing out on all of your great content, but also at what
0: cost? Well, you know, I, at you. the cost of, they'd have to click someplace else. So, right, fuck them. They, they'd have to click <laughs> someplace else. I mean, if they, if they if they can't make that effort, uh, fuck them. Uh, <laughs> <but we> can, <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Jeff Johnson, fuck you. I mean, I, I mean, no. What 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 they're missing? What 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 the, the people who care about that content know how to find it. They will uh, find it. Yeah. What 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 got pruned out was was all the all the assholes. And having to interact with them, yeah. and so so that was that was good. And what got pruned out from from shutting down the the toy business was was more time to do other things that I that I care about. Um, and so maybe what we need to be more thoughtful about, cognizant of, is is that we control the flow of our of our bandwidth of 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 where oh. we where we put our energy and where we put our our attention and we don't have to force we don't have to pour it into the funnels that that social media or the media in general or peers or whoever it is it, that influences us uh, says that we we have to there are other ways right. we can we it's something we can take control of
1: Yeah. Okay. I have like a classroom example Mm -hmm. because this is theoretically an early learning podcast. So at the time of recording, it is early December, which means uh, once again, the general gift giving season is upon us. And I can see in the other classrooms and with some of the other teachers I work with in my classroom, just this absolute frantic energy to create stuff to give to families
0: sure and i have stuff made out of red construction paper
1: yeah and i have decided i do not care because i I simply do not care um i am so much more interested in the relationships i build with these children than if they get a card that goes home for mom or mom or dad or whatever so i haven't said told told the children because i had some that in the previous month, I had been very interested in my sewing machine, which I brought to school to work on another project with some other children. I have said, This is awesome. You design it. We can figure out how to make it. If some of you want to give that as a gift, that's a really cool idea because somebody had mentioned that. They're like, Oh, I'm going to make this for my brother. Mm-hmm. If you want to do that, that's awesome. I will help you make it. We can talk about how we're going to find the fabric and what you want to use and how we're going to shape it. Um, you don't have to do that if you don't want to. It's just if you want to. And I have some that tell me every day I'm making this and it's for me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Great. I hope you love it. And that, that's like, I've stopped caring. And if the parents want to ask me about it, I would love to talk to them about it and just say the kids were, you know, the children were given options to make gifts and they really wanted to focus on the process of making things that they felt they wanted to keep. So, you know, if it comes up again, they might want to make you something but also why do you need something from them so badly? Calm down,
0: <laughs> God. Yeah, I you I, I she make you something, but she she said she doesn't love you. Um, she didn't get yeah, the bike she like, wanted for ah, Christmas. Loving- I, I mean, you, you're gonna have to talk to her. Um, no. <laughs> I
1: actually did have a kid that straight up told me that, cause I, I was saying like, oh, is this something you wanna make for you or something you wanna give to somebody? Like mom, she lives with her mother and her father. So do you mm-hmm. wanna give this to mom or papa? Or do you wanna keep it? She's like, no, I'd rather give it to auntie. I'm like, sure. Sounds great. I think she'll love it.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I think maybe one of the problems a lot of early learning settings has is that the adults in the space are trying to um, force, bribe, herd all the kids into paying attention to their bandwidth, their interest, the the, the things that they're putting energy into. And that really isn't effective. There's generally a lot of pushback or at least some pushback from that where when we can create an early learning environment where kids get to attend to the things they are interested in attending to. Uh, we give them control of their bandwidth instead of trying to force their attention to to other places, uh, we're creating a more child-friendly environment, I think.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, this ties in actually to the sewing conversation. There's one student in my class who another teacher will frequently describe as like very fidgety and like she doesn't pay a lot of attention during small group and she's like falling out of her chair and the last to finish. You know, great kid, but clearly you know, she, she needs to move around a lot, like language like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and when she was sewing with me today, I had her for about 35 minutes, complete attention because she was wrapped up in what she was doing. Yeah. And she wanted to be there. She wanted to create it. And she was changing her mind about things. She was coming up with ideas for what to do. She was asking me what all the different stitches do. I'm like, I don't know. You want to find out? I just (laughs) use this one. I I literally use number 11 most of the time. This is is
0: my go-to stitch.
1: I don't know what to do. And it was awesome. And I, I, you know, I was struck after that, just sort of thinking about, boy, if we weren't so busy trying to force her attention on the other things, what is she showing us that she really wants to be doing? Where does she want to be spending her attention? Because like your attention is kind of like a bank. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I can I can withdraw some of it for these other things at staff meetings we're talking about and like be respectful and be polite. But I am not wanting to spend my time there. Yeah. I am bored and would rather be talking about something
0: else. Well, and I, and I think that has a, a huge impact on the classroom, too, because when teachers have other things drawing their attention, they have a hard time focusing on right here, right now, in this moment, meeting the needs of these little people that I'm with. Um, So the meal program paperwork has to get filled up bing, a window pops up and that sucks yep. bandwidth. Uh, gotta, gotta make sure everything gets sanitized because of COVID, although COVID doesn't live on surfaces doesn't and nobody catches COVID my. from surfaces. Bing, another five bing. windows open up and suck some bandwidth. Oh, I gotta, gotta make sure that I'm getting this paperwork done. Uh, bing, 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 five more windows open up and suck more bandwidth. Oh, I gotta worry about this thing and that thing. And and eventually the, the attention gets sucked away from From the kids the the amount of bandwidth that the the adult has to give to those children right here right now in the moment dwindles. Oh, I got to have this conversation with this parent later today, and oh, did she use a tone with me earlier today when we were talking, and on and on it goes. It sucks up that yep. uh, that mental bandwidth until we we have nothing left to to keep us anchored in the present where we need to be
1: yeah and and I, I absolutely think. Not only does that happen in the classroom, but sometimes we can see that happening with like all of the things we're supposed to be, quote, supposed to, unquote, be knowing about or caring about. And Mm -hmm. the majority of them are incredibly important things, right? Like I care a lot about access to housing. I care a lot about food security. I care a lot about all of these different issues and I cannot solve them on my own. And the more time I am spending thinking about them and how they impact my children, the more time I am spending away from the children who are literally at my side right now. And it's like, whoa, where does this balance come? How do I, how do I fix that without feeling, you know, burnt out and hopeless and sad?
0: You, you got to pick.
1: Yeah, exactly. You just you have to pick, and that's. I think for me, that's. I've become a lot better about that. I've become mm-hmm. a lot better about picking, especially. From the hours of six thirty to one, where my brain is, sure. it's like my brain is here, and my brain is with the people who are here, uh-huh. and after like physically here right now, and that's not to say other things are important, but I can't be thinking about and focusing on all of those other things at this exact second because they need me. They need. They deserve my full attention. They deserve my full respect. And if I am go, if I'm going off on other things—that's just not cool to them.
0: Well, I'm glad you feel like you've been getting better at it, and—and and, I mean, my view from the future—I mean, being an old guy—is um, <laughs> it is over time? It seems to—it—it's—and—and it, and I don't think it's just me. I think it's it, a lot. Of, I mean, you know, I talk to other old people. I'm just not a, like like not, not like an old guy by myself. But <laughs> it, it seems like the the longer your on the planet, the more comfortable you maybe tend to get in your own skin and the better you know yourself. And then you just get a little bit more adept at, at picking those things. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But and again, I,
1: you're not a bad person for doing that. Like I think suggesting you're a bad person for doing that misses all of the nuance that comes with being a human being who is only capable of doing so many things.
0: Yeah. I, 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 I gotta ask. I need to know more about your sewing machine. I'm, I'm guessing that you have an old fashioned, uh, one of those foot powered ones. You get the you get the foot pumping, and then the belt starts going. Um,
1: Honestly, I wish I did. I have seen one at the thrift store, and it ha- it's been there for multiple weeks. Mm-hmm. But it, so I'm pretty sure it's broken. But it's like it, It's a ye old Singer, yeah, like, table sewing machine. I'm like, I really want
0: it. Oh, well, okay. If you what, don't have one of those that I'm guessing to. it's, it's one you've converted and it's got, it's got a bicycle. So you're generating your own electricity.
1: <laughs> so now you're giving me lots of great ideas. No, unfortunately it's just, it's uh, as I have the children. Is, that is it solar sometimes. powered Sam? That'd be so cool if it was no, because I don't care about the environment. Apparently if, if I really cared, it would be solar powered, but you know what? I say, fuck the turtles it uses electricity. <laughs> I do not condone fucking the turtles. Um <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just it's a boring tiny sewing machine that has like thirteen stitches. It's great. It's I I love it because I don't I'm not a seamstress. So I don't know what I'm doing. We are all making it up as we go. But today pretty, one of them today really, one of them was like, can we can we okay. use number five? <laughs> They're like can we use number five? I'm like sure. Hey, also good job identifying that number. Um, <laughs> we use number five. It's it looks like um like really cool like. I don't even know the word because I'm not a seamstress. Like if you're doing embroidery, like applique embroidery, and like it's got those really tight edges, Mm -hmm. it looks like that. And she ended up like making a flower with it. Wow, this is so cool. I didn't know it could do that. (laughs) She's like, why not? like, well, I... Because I only have so much time in a day.
0: Because I, I was, I was, I've been too worried about the turtles. I didn't have time right. to investigate my sewing machine.
1: <laughs> really thinking about, did I remember my reusable bag when I went to the store? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I, well, and 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 so she was so interested in it because she was choosing how how she was using her her little three or four year old or five yeah. year old bandwidth and and where her focus was going. Exactly. Um, I got also- an email
1: today. Wait, I'm, oh, I just have to share it because it made me so happy. I got an email today from a parent. Just because I, I like, I send out a let, like a short letter every week with, like, hey, here's what we did. Here's a few photos. Please bring rain boots tomorrow. It's going to rain three inches. Um, and one of the parents emailed me back and just said, um, "My son has been so like every day comes home talking about all the sewing projects he's doing. He's so excited. Thank you so much for giving him this opportunity." I'm like you're so welcome. <laughs> It <laughs> so great. Thank
0: you. It really is, made is, my day. Is anybody, any, any family sending in like mending they need done?
1: Uh, I did have another teacher ask like, can you have pants? It's like, <laughs> I don't know what that means. That means like make them shorter. I mean, theoretically, do you need it done well? Because I wouldn't come to me. How,
0: how, how, how often do you have people inspecting your, your, your pant seams? <laughs> right. I, yeah. I think the bandwidth thing might also have something to do with our, our dystopian early learning future because I, I see a I see a future where, where bandwidth is much more part of the early learning classroom when the when the children show up and and you put them in their their uh, sensory deprivation deprivation chambers you know they're floating there in the salt water with uh with the uh the tubes hooked up to send them into the uh the metaverse um matrix style and so it's gonna take a lot more bandwidth in the classrooms because you know we're we're, we're living in a world where it's going to be become more and more difficult to find find staff for early learning um right. the 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 you know, the space programs take, you know, you, you need all the square footage per child and then outdoor right. space. It's going to be easier when they're, when they're just in their own little uh, two by four by, by five little floaty tubs uh, in the, in the brine floating, getting, getting edumacated by the uh, the computer. It's going to take a lot more bandwidth when that, when that starts happening. So uh, I guess we've got that to look forward. <laughs> if
1: you have, oh, if you the, the, the future is, the future is bright, everybody. <laughs>
0: it's oh, a great so, mental image. So I, I you know, I, I keep pruning things out, but but then the the bandwidth I get to put into things is is more focused, and I've also found more joyful. Uh, yeah. Back when I tried to care about all of the things, I was stressed and Fitz, anxious and an frustrated and Upstairs not healthy. Production. And now that I've done more pruning and kind of taken control of, of the bandwidth a little bit more over the last 10 years, um, all, it's the opposite of all of those things. I find more joy in the things that I'm doing and I'm, I'm, I'm better at being being this version of myself. And so that's that's kind of a, yeah. a payoff for that as well.
1: Yeah, that's great to hear. And I, I think like for me personally, I'm also a lot better at like... Um, hunting things to the people that are good at the other things. Like I know I no longer need to know everything about everything. A lot of times I'll just say, and have you been to this website? Yeah. Yeah. This website's great. And I that's it. I don't need to keep
0: going. It can just
1: end there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll wrap this up. Uh first, I I I don't want to keep it like it's a big secret what Tiffany wanted to talk about. Tiffany got a hold of me and she wanted to talk about uh uh this possible um uh universal pre-K thing that's uh uh, some people are wanting to happen. Um, and and my, my thing is, I don't want to talk about it until it actually happens, if it's going to happen. And really, my opinion is that if it happens, it's nothing good is going to come of it because nothing because, again, being an old guy, um, all the other things that came before it that were supposed to make early childhood better flopped. Um, and so I don't put a whole lot of bandwidth into early learning legislation and that kind of things. And and, and maybe I should I just don't, I don't have the the energy. I, I say up on it, but it's not something that I, I feel a, a, capable enough to talk about. Um, and so that's why you don't hear a lot of that conversation of the show. You don't yeah. hear, you've hear, heard, heard very few episodes of the Child Care Bar and Grill where we talk about uh, children's music. I think we've done uh, a couple where we forced ourselves to, but- Oh my God, you know, very few. Yeah, yeah. There's-, there's so there's that stuff. Um, and, and that's okay because there's there's other sources out there for those kind and, of things.
1: Right. And and like you said, you said Tiffany found another place where she's gonna go to talk about it. So yeah. like great, we have now given it to someone who has the bandwidth and the interest and the talent and whatever else to be able to carry on that conversation. Like great, because yeah. like and I can talk about it.
0: If you're Good. listening to this episode and, and you that's a thing that is, is, is high in your list and your bandwidth list, um, and you want to hear what Tiffany has to say, all, all you got to do is uh, message me because she's going to send me the link when when she uh, when well, she awesome. I'd love to got it and uh, and then you can give it a listen if it's something you care about. I can point you in that direction. Anything else you want to talk about before we wrap this one up, Sam?
1: You don't have to do everything, and I'm proud of you for setting boundaries.
0: Yeah, boundaries—that's what it is. Be the boss of your bandwidth, people. Yes, this, this has been the Childcare Buyer and Girl Podcast. We'll be back soon with another episode. Thanks for listening. You need more Samantha in your life? Go down to the uh, the the episode uh, uh, description there, and then click the click the link that says Samantha, and that'll that'll put more Samantha in your life. Thanks you can for also listening. find
1: me under a bridge, collecting riddles in order to allow passengers safe passage across.
0: Oh, okay. That's uh, usually apparently where out. Sam is a troll. Bridge troll. Bye-bye. <laughs> you got to say bye-bye. Say Bye.
1: Bye. I love you. Bye.
0: Not an episode until you say bye-bye. Until
1: I say goodbye.
0: Yes. There, that's an episode.